Welcome back to Riot Underground. You found us, the place where you hear from instigators who are changing the world with disruptive technology. I'm your host, Sarah Globa. In our last episode, we did the first in our three-part feature of startups who just graduated from RAP, the Riot Accelerator Program. And in these episodes, startups are sharing what it was really like participating in our Startup Accelerator, which is an intensive 12-week high-touch program. The last episode featured Greenstream Technologies and SafeZone. And if you listened, you heard both those startups give a shout out to one of their co-participants. They both talked about Pureloom, the smart lighting startup that's focused on providing better light for better health. And now we've got Pureloom in the studio. So in the studio with me is Neeraj Lal, the founder and creator of Pureloom. So let's jump in, of course, with me asking our first question so that you, our listeners, can get a visual for who's in the studio, um, who would you pick to play you in a movie? I think it would be a mixture of George Clooney and Dean Cain. Kind of that, nice. that yeah. combination. Nice. You do have a George Clooney face. That's what that's I've been a, told. That's so a compliment he's too. He's got a little bit more hair than I do right now. <laughs> well, hopefully that wasn't a result of the ride accelerator. I'm <laughs> <Definitely> hoping not. <laughs> not. Okay, great. So um, tell us a little bit about what it was like being in the Riot Accelerator program. So what was most helpful about participating in an accelerator program like RAP? For me, it's the combination of the guidance from the Riot team, the assigned mentors, and the feedback and expertise that they were able to impart on me. And then really just the network of companies and people who would come present and just give us a lot of information. I think there was a great access to local corporate organizations that you normally wouldn't have access to. Mm -hmm. That's come up before this idea of access to a network. And it's interesting because I imagine as a startup, if I was reviewing accelerator programs, I'd pay pretty close attention to the people running the program and the curriculum involved. But the access to the network also seems like it was really important to the startups that participated. Definitely. I mean, all of our goal is to get that exposure that we need. And the best way to do that is to get in front of some key individuals at some larger organizations that a lot of times you just don't have access to, mm-hmm. right? Trying to go through some, some of the standard LinkedIn and social media to break those barriers is pretty tough. So being able to get that introduction and that warm introduction from the Riot team was definitely beneficial probably for me, myself as well as the other startups. Mm-hmm. So going from that kind of cold call, reaching out to this warmer introduction and maybe more tailored introduction. Like if there's a big company that you know might be a good fit to talk to, knowing the right person within that company. So having a team like Riot behind you to help identify that right person. Definitely so. And the other thing that I found really interesting was the corporate organizations who came in were so willing to help. The like, ones that came in like to do a workshop and stuff like that. Exactly. They, they were so willing to go above and beyond, like reaching out to them afterwards. You know, one or one organization was able to make an introduction into a furniture resale company that I've been trying to get into for a year. Oh, wow. And through his connections and network, I was able to get in there and had a meeting in there just last week. So they're continuing to open doors and, and be very helpful, helping the, the overall accelerator program be even more beneficial to us. That's excellent. So um, another question that gets a little bit into the experience of being in an accelerator, but maybe something that now looking back, you can answer. So thinking through your experience in these last 12 weeks, was there anything that surprised you about participating in the accelerator? Maybe an outcome you weren't expecting or um, an activity you weren't expecting, anything like that? So I've had the opportunity of participating in a, another accelerator mm-hmm. and I was kind of surprised because I, I had the same expectation, but coming to this program, I think that 
the way that they had the week segmented and the, the way that they tailored the curricula was very key to creating that differentiating experience. And it was, to me, it was much more pleasant. So right? tailoring that, the 12 weeks, the curriculum that was involved, tailoring that to you. Yeah. So it was a combination of, you know, we have this suggested few weeks of customer discovery, a few weeks of prototyping and a few weeks of kind of mm-hmm. refining. All and, within and wrapping that up. 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. But then catering it to each organization because everyone's at a different stage and has a different need coming into the program. Mm. So even though there was that overall series of content, you felt like it was pretty differentiated to you and to what you were working on? Yeah. And and the team was definitely willing to work with you saying, hey, okay, you're already past this phase. So let's focus on the next phase and continue to keep pushing you forward and not be rigid and saying, hey, you you have to do these. We're all walking through this now. Exactly. That's neat to hear that that was your perspective after participating in more than one accelerator, that that was something that came across as an advantage. Definitely. Definitely so. So that might be a good takeaway for any startups who are thinking about participating in an accelerator to really clarify, you know, if I'm at X stage or if I'm focused on X thing, is there an opportunity for me to differentiate within the instruction if something isn't as directly correlated to what I'm working on? Yeah, I would definitely say so. And the other thing is making sure that the accelerator is the right fit. I mean, Mm. there's so many different programs that are out there. There are so many accelerators now. There are. And so you want to make sure that the one that you're applying for, the one that you're interested in, is going to be that right fit and going to be beneficial for you when you're not just applying to apply. Mm-hmm, not just accelerating to accelerate. Exactly. <laughs> what do they say? <laughs> growth for growth's sake is the mindset of cancer. So really like focusing in the right direction. Exactly. Nice. And it seems like that would help with that piece that you mentioned, the networking piece. If you find an accelerator that's the right fit, that network is going to be more tailored to what you need. Definitely. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that gets us into my next question a little bit of what advice do you have for startups who are thinking about applying to an accelerator or to startups that are about to begin an accelerator? You know, accelerators can be a great benefit for startups that are new, right? Mm-hmm. That don't have all the pieces in place and are trying to just navigate their way through this, the startup realm. And I find accelerators can do a good job of giving you that mentorship and guidance to steer you in the right path and make these introductions to some pieces that might help you move yourself forward faster. And then from those that are starting an accelerator program, it's really to take full advantage of that time that you have. You've got these great mentors that are assigned to you. You've got to do your best to get yourself in front of them, you know, give them updates, work with them and take their feedback and put that into a good use as you move forward. How was it trying to manage that balance? Because I can only imagine startup founders are so busy. So you're trying to manage the startup that you've got, but you're also participating in a pretty high touch accelerator. How did you balance working in the business and on the business? I mean, I think that's things that you struggle with no matter what, from many different hats that you wear within an organization. This is just another hat that you have to wear, but you have to realize that it's a short valued experience and short valued time that you have to get the full benefit out of it. So you've Mm -hmm. got to find a way to maneuver it into all the things that you're working on as well. Mm -hmm. So really thinking about it as another hat to wear, but also you mentioned kind of short term, like if you can sacrifice other things for that short term of the accelerator, it might be an investment that pays off. Definitely. I always tell people running a startup is like juggling and you just <laughs> want to make sure that the key and important balls don't drop. Yeah. And if the ones that do drop aren't going to hurt or hinder your business. Yeah. Like juggling. I like that. So thinking about all the startups you got to work with, I felt really lucky these last couple months. I've We had seven teams in the accelerator this year and the energy in Riot Labs always seemed pretty high. Even during the stressful times where, for example, each team was you know practicing their pitches and things like that. It felt like everyone was practicing at once. People were pitching to the wall or the plant. 
it still felt like there was pretty good community. What, what was it like working alongside these other startups? I thought it was a great group of startups and everyone, you know, it was great to be surrounded by all these intelligent individuals. Everyone has a different space. You're not competing with anybody mm. and everybody was willing to provide the feedback, provide the guidance, say, Hey, we, here's someone we think we can introduce you to that might be beneficial. So everyone mm -hmm. was willing to help because we're all struggling with that same goal of becoming successful. Mm -hmm. And it was fun to see, to get, like you said, get that, that energy in there and people's willingness to, to help you and give feedback. And I think everybody wanted to see everybody else be successful, which mm -hmm. is always fun. That's right. And to your point, there isn't that direct competition other than directly competing against one another for the pitch championship <laughs> belt <laughs> at the Definitely end so. of the accelerator. Yep. Um, you know, everybody's got different products, different focus areas. Some are consumers, some are health, some are B2B. And so it's interesting that even though the tech and the specific focus might be different. The goal is the same, um, is to make the startup successful. And what's unique about the Riot Accelerator program, I think, is that each one has some IoT play. And so being able to talk through that technology from all these different perspectives must be kind of interesting. It is. It, you know, each company had different needs and expertise in that IoT space. So mm -hmm. It was great to be able to bounce ideas off of people that were either more familiar with the space or mm -hmm. impart advice or guidance for people who may be relatively new to the IoT world mm -hmm. and understanding some of the concepts. So it's neat. Now that pitch night's over and you've heard all the pitches and you know the organizations pretty well, are there certain startups that you're really excited about that you want to, you can't wait to see what comes next? I'm really excited about them all. I think they're all doing fun stuff and I plan to follow them all. Nice thing about going through an accelerator is you've got this cohort team that they're your team for life, right? Mm -hmm. You follow them. They're going to be your friends. You've spent these 12 weeks and it, the relationship extends beyond that. But I'm definitely interested to see, you know, what Greenstream is doing. Mm -hmm. I think that the technology they have with the needs that we have in terms of all of the natural disasters these days, it's going to be definitely beneficial to see how they roll it out and expand. It's going to be fun to watch them. Mm -hmm. Has it, the other um, direct B2C that I think of is Campana. Have you all had any similarities in challenges and struggles? Um, anything interesting that you've seen from watching them? Definitely. I think the key is trying to get that exposure, right? Mm -hmm. and, and especially when it's a newer technology that people don't understand. Not a consumer how you, education. How do you get that education aspect mm -hmm. while trying to convince the, your consumer to use your product or purchase your product? That's a challenge with disruptive technology, right? You're not just selling. It's almost like you have to educate on what it is and why it's needed before convincing people that, oh, and by the way, mine is the best fit for that. <laughs> exactly. So there's it's a couple a, of steps there. It's a definite struggle and something I think that a lot of disruptors have to deal with and mm -hmm. some of them deal with it in different different manners out there. So any other big next steps that we should be aware of as we follow Pure Loom in the next couple months and years? Yeah, you know, the, the goal there is to kind of expand the product line. So while we're currently focused on the office lighting market, there's a lot of education and a lot of awareness in terms of how lighting affects people indoors everywhere. So we're looking at markets such as senior living centers, residential uh, education type applications as well, where people just have a need for better light. And the goal there is to get a pure loom lamp on everyone's desk. Well, we're looking forward to that day. I know that within the Riot lab space, we've fought over your prototypes and who gets to sit next to the lamp. We joke that it's like a cup of coffee when you have that daytime setting on. So I'm excited for more people to have a chance to experience that lighting. Appreciate that. It's fun to watch people's reaction when a lot of people don't think about lighting mm -hmm. very much. It's, hey, this is what I have. This is what I'm stuck with. And I always enjoy being able to see people's reaction when you come in, you turn a lamp on, they're like, I didn't think I had a lighting problem, but it's so much better. <laughs> yeah. 
That's true. It has kind of ruined other lamps for me, so I don't know how I feel about that. But <laughs> definitely, you as soon as you turn it on, you you recognize the difference. Yeah, great. Well, thank you so much for coming into the Right Studio and sharing some of your next steps. We're all excited to continue cheering you on, and have really appreciated the chance to get to know you through the accelerator. Definitely, I appreciate it. Thank you to yourself and the Riot team. It's been a lot of fun. Rachel Mullaney here. I am the program director for the Riot Accelerator. You just heard from some of our awesome startups that we've worked with in our past cohort. If this sounds like you and you're an entrepreneur working on an early stage IoT venture, we invite you to apply to join our next cohort. Applications are closing soon on June 30th and our program starts on September 9th. We run a high-touch program. We bring in over 70 mentors and corporate sponsors to interface with our startups. We provide free technical resources, a prototyping lab, six months of co-working space, and tons of connections for you to bring your IoT product to market. To learn a little bit more and check out our application details, just go online to our website. We're at ncriot.org slash riot RAP. So check out the program. Uh, Feel free to reach out to me if you need more details, but be sure to get an application in by June 30th. Thanks.